Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. That's the motto. Throw back with no chaser, with no trouble. Popping that my way, baby, let's make some bubbles. Popping on that gelato. Wanna be seeing double. Gotta do what you gotta This song, this song slaps. Is that a thing? That's still a thing kids say. Uh, slaps is an acceptable term nowadays. Okay. Is there any other terms uh, I can go with? Uh, thumps. Thumps. That's a that's a thing. Yeah, bangs. Okay, that's an old school one. I'll go with that. Is it bangs? Banger? I guess. Yeah. 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 Right. I'll give you that. I'll allow it. Um, any other ridiculous words I could use for songs that? That's this slapped. shit's fire. Fire. <laughs> Dog. Now we're going back. <laughs> now we're going back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to another edition of Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, what is good? Nothing much. Same old, same old. Same shit. Busy ass week at work. Yeah. For reasons I'm not allowed to legally discuss. I oh, believe. geez. Oh. They uh, not not regarding me, just know that. Is there hiring and firing going on? No. Yes and no. Okay. That's I just I'll leave it at that. Are they are they listeners to the show? Because I, I feel like we should uh probably I don't up. believe so, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. But still, I'm gonna leave it at that. Gotcha. Okay. Legal issues starting off the show. I'm I'm intrigued. I'll tell you off air. Okay, good. All right. So <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If anybody asks me off air, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not putting that out in the ether on it. I'm just always, always, always intrigued by things that start off with like things are happening at work that have to do with the law. Yeah. Well, let's just say is somebody fought the law and the law won. The law. Not really, but kind of. Uh, <laughs> I just. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. I had that song stuck in my head. And I wanted to try to work it into, <laughs> into here somehow. I fought the law. Yeah. Breaking rocks in a hot sun. <laughs> Two, three, four, go! Always good to throw that in there. 
Always good. Very Shout under- out to Clash. Shout out to Clash. Very underrated song. Um, what a weekend, huh? Yeah, we had in uh, the, in the arena. It was a rather eventful weekend. Sports entertainment. Entertainment. Entertainment all around. God, yeah. I love that. Jeez. Uh, How um, could you not? Uh, before we get into what dominated the weekend, which was all things dubs, uh, really quick tonight, we do have a preview for uh, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite on TBS. On TBS from across the border for the first time. In Con- yes, the Canada. first first quote unquote international show. <laughs> international. We're just gonna cross the border. It's international. Although technically, if you want to be sort of keen about it, mm-hmm. this is their second show across the border. Oh, name the first. The Jericho Cruise. Uh, what? It went into international waters, didn't it? Okay, did it? I, I would assume so. I, I thought all cruises do. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I thought most cruises like you. that do. It was you. a major true. fucking cruise. True, 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 true. Okay. You could spend that much money and not go to international waters? That's right. Where the law, where nobody can fight the law because the law doesn't <laughs> apply. Because the law doesn't apply on water, apparently. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I would, I would love to do it. Jericho cruise. It would just be a cruise full of dudes. I can't. <laughs> and a couple curls and why? I can't. I can't be around that many wrestling fans for that long a time frame. It is a long time. It's a very long time. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to ever do a cruise. I think you're missing out. I love cruises. They're, they're That's great. fine. Put me up. And I, I hate, will and fly I hate to a resort. I hate I'd rather boats. do that. I hate boats. And I, I love cruises. This is like you can just do everything and anything. You can eat anytime you want. I, you can do it at a resort. That's fine. I love boats, but I hate people. <laughs> so cruises, cruises would, are out for cruises me. would not be for you. <laughs> Listen, I hate people too, but if you just put your head down, go do what you want to do, go to the casino, go work out, go play basketball, go eat, you just do that thing and just put your head down and just not be bothered by anybody. I did all of that in the Dominican Republic. Oh, there you go. Then and guess, it was beautiful. And there was set. a beach right there. I guess you're all set. And I didn't have to worry that if I get too drunk one night, I might fucking tiptoe over the fucking <laughs> side. That's the fun, the risk. Risk of going over, such is life. I also don't want the fat jokes be like, oh, boat's tipping this way. <laughs> Fuck you. I know they're coming. You already foresee it. ahead of them, you already, you already foresee the jokes, the fat jokes. <laughs> on a cruise God. that I'm never going to go on. a cruise that you're never going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's already set. Um, uh, let's see here. So. Speaking of uh, tonight, over the border and internationally, uh, let's see. So, uh, Chris Jericho putting uh, putting up the uh, Ring of Honor Championship against former Ring of Honor champion uh, American Dragon Brian Danielson, making a the Ocho huge point of that. Um, that what do you feel about this run so far with Chris Jericho as our as Ring champion? of Honor champion? Yeah, I like it. Wouldn't say I love it per se. Mm. But I do certainly like it. I do, so do I. I like it too. I, I just, like that he's bringing he's bringing notoriety to Ring of Honor. It it sucks to say because Tony Khan is burying Ring of Honor. He really is. And Chris Jericho is honestly Chris Jericho is Obi Wan Kenobi. He is their last hope. AEW's <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll I'll talk about AEW in, in a few here. Um, as I talk about AEW tonight. So there's that. There was uh. <laughs> the missing member of uh, 
the D Generation X 25th anniversary Billy Gunn. Daddy I ass. fucking love that. Uh, we'll get to the comments that, especially Corey Graves' his comment, which which was Steph's kiss on that one. Uh, he's taking on Swerve uh, Strickland tonight. Uh, Jack Perry taking on Luchasaurus. That should be a good one. Uh, Pack which and- means, hang on, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Back to the daddy ass thing. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed he's getting a mic on the way out and he's going to fucking rip a one-liner. Okay. 100%. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Pack and Orange Cassidy going at it again. Uh, your interim women's champion, Tony Storm. Ugh, and oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oof. With that on a shirt. Uh, Tony Storm ta- uh, teaming with Hikaru Shida, uh, taking on Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Oof. And uh, let's see what else here. That's it. Yeah, that's what we got. Jamie Hayter is unbelievably over with everyone. How did that happen? I, I don't know. Did the, did the wrestling... God just say we're just gonna pick one woman because we want someone new and just like doesn't it seem like that? Like it was random. Like there was nothing that she did that was like so standoutish that she. Can was I be honest the, with you? The new chosen. You want to know who I? You want to know who I give this a lot of credit to? Mm. The AEW cameraman. <laughs> you know what? Because they they know how to work an angle, my friend. I gotta tell you, that also happened in Extreme Rules too. Just the the camera angles, especially with the uh, the Morgan match, man. Yeah. Good for them. The unsung yeah. heroes of wrestling. <laughs> Yo, for real though. They get they nobody gets the credit. They really, they they don't get it. They don't get it. Like you were just You don't see an eight, you don't see a WWE cameraman in the Hall of Fame. You got the awesome shot of of uh Trish Stratus's ass in in uh the Attitude Era. Good for you. You're you're put in. You get a standing yeah. ovation. Standing ovation. First one up in the, in the in the Hall of Fame uh uh, at the at the podium, but yeah, standing ovation. Is cameraman also considered roadie? Is he also considered part of the road crew? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy to think about the fa- most famous roadie to ever go into the WWE Hall of Fame. The roadie. <laughs> the roadie. Just James. <laughs> Just James. <laughs> Star of uh, the hit song "Be My Baby Tonight." Nobody knows that. It's actually Jeff, it's supposed to be Jeff Jarrett. It's supposed to be Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, no, we don't we don't say that. Uh, so that's AEW um, for Dynamite tonight. With that being said, I think is there anything else AEW we need to talk we need to talk about other than uh, the fact that I'm I'm starting to get like a little little shady with AEW. Like it's weird how like neither one could possibly just be like in in your at the top of the mountain. It seems like one has to either be up and the other has to be down. And now it's definitely WWE up. In AEW down, yeah, which I never. Neither of them, n- neither of them were ever up at the same time. No, <laughs> no, because it was always it was AEW and Vince McMahon was holding down WWE. There you go. See, and now you take that restrictor plate off, and the fucking thing <laughs> shots up to the sky, uh, and now we don't know what to do with ourselves because we've dug ourselves a hole with bashing WWE, and now and now we're t- I don't know the crow. way they're booking. Eating, I want to bring one thing up. I love that. Yes. There is a weird thing that happened. I, I want to know why Seth Rollins. I want to know why what happened to Seth Rollins happened to Seth Rollins on Monday. Um, I thought that was always that's something I never thought I would see under a Triple H thing. I thought that was always the plan. 
I thought he was... He but was, after a loss like that to Matt Riddle? Well, he had to lose... Okay, well, here's my, my theory on that. He had to lose to Matt Riddle, I agree 100%. He had to lose to Matt Riddle, but he's still technically... He's the face of Raw. Rollins. Yes, absolutely. So having no belts, no main belts with Roman Reigns focused on, on SmackDown, that's why they push the U.S. belt so much, because they need a, a main belt, and that's it. So if he's going to be the top guy... Top guy out, he gets the belt. All right, I see what you did there. I mean, I mean, it's that's a horrible explanation, but at least I mean that's like my thinking was that he needs to have something, but he had to lose that that match because Riddle kept losing. Riddle's like zero and fifty against Rollins, so he had to win something, and this had to be it. So what you're saying is the WWE was banking on the fact that the uh, the Rollins the could to would lose. forget. What was that? Rollins could afford to lose. I mean, that's exactly. Like they they're banking on the fact that the masses could forget that they're gonna forget about Rollins losing. Although I mean, how could you forget with the massive tape job, which does no good but is always a good look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, at anybody's uh, when they wrap up the tape around their their ribs, what a spot though that I mean, if you had to have tape that that concerned me. <laughs> that was a a huge for both parties. Yes, yeah, so we'll we'll get to that too because good God that that. Uh, that was a swanton. swanton uh, no, a senton. Senton, bro. Bro, bro. Senton Atomico <laughs> is what Excalibur, Excalibur would say. Sounds very good. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in, in a second. Um, let's go into everything WWE because I, <clears throat> I, I got to say, yeah, eating, eating crow after the last, but it, rightfully so, though. I mean, it's the product has sucked for the last 15 years. I, I mean, it's not like we're not justified in saying what we've said. So it's a good surprise that Triple H is good. <laughs> he's good at this. Not only is he good, he's great. And so shout out to him for flipping the script on WWE and having the 180 happen with this with this brand. I could agree with the fact that the product has sucked for the past 15 years. However, there have been moments of promise. The yes movement being oh, sure. one of them. Oh, absolutely. Like, there have been a couple seeds of hope, mm -hmm. some would say. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, that's it. It's kind of, it sucks to say that because, bro, could you imagine? Let's say everything happened the way CM Punk said it would happen. I mean, it kind of, it kind of did, which, just took longer than Len expected. Which was, uh, that WWE would be run by, uh, Vince McMahon's daughter and his doofus son in law, I believe was <laughs> the like exact that. quote. Uh -huh. But he was right. He was right. But imagine if it happened when it was supposed to happen. <laughs> when was like that? When, do you remember the Monday Night Raw when Triple H, when Vince McMahon came out and then Triple H came out after and pretty much, quote unquote, relieved him of his duties? I do. That's when it should have happened. But he was still alive without any. I could go one step further. Se sexual. Uh, uh, uh... Uh, misappropriations yes go ahead i don't know what you're talking about that yet the legal sure. the legal suit has not concluded um <laughs> uh, -huh. uh if if it had happened then there's a whole different array of things like a whole I, if it happened then butterfly effect i bet tay Mello would never have married sammy guevara wow butterfly effect way, way to go <laughs> that was not the place i thought you would go <laughs> be tay Mello of all people my um, my mind went quick to just like if it had happened there, nobody would have went. Nobody would have gotten released on Black Wednesday. Mm. 
or not a lot of people would have got released on Black uh, Wednesday. Uh, the what ifs. I wholeheart and then immediately Black Wednesday I went Tay Conti. Now she's Tay Mello. At first I was going to say that she wasn't even going to be in AEW. And then I just go, eh, let's go for the funny." <laughs> so so did he propose to his girlfriend on AEW while Tay was still in NXT? No. She was already gone. She was in oh uh, so three years ago. Yes, actually. She was still in NXT. Okay. Right? Because there were fans in AEW. Right. And I don't think that happened during the pandemic, did it? Did it happen in Jacksonville? No, no, there were there were fans there. But that's what I'm saying. Did it happen in like I, I, late Jacksonville? I think it was I mean it was definitely in Jacksonville. Huh. I don't know. But yeah, she might have right. been there. I there, think she might have been there already. That's right. So it happens during COVID. That he proposed to he her, proposed yes. Her, yeah. Huh. Go figure. That's a time frame that people are gonna take into drastic effect. The the COVID years of wrestling? In general. I just I mean, I mean, right. I know in general. They're gonna say <laughs> during COVID and everybody's gonna meanwhile, we really just know that people today, when they say, Yeah, you know, during COVID, they're just talking about the fiscal year of 2020. <laughs> right. And, like, and that's all that they're talking about. I mean, about. yeah, 2020 and 2021, I think, like the first half. Yeah, in the beginning 2020. of 2021. Yeah. First quarter, 2021. First quarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I'm only thinking also because it, in the sports world, like baseball, they were dealing with it too, but it was it was still during COVID when it was only like 15,000 people allowed in City Field. Uh, for, yes. For an April and game. there was that one day. I think it was the only day in history that it ever happened where, like, all four or all five, I'm going to have to count that somehow. Every single New York sports team was playing that day. Really? Yeah. It was like, or every, it was, there was representation from every New York sports team in every single sport. It was like baseball, basketball, hockey, football, soccer. <laughs> football sorry <laughs> so nycfc was playing at the same time too or the red bulls you don't know oh the red bulls okay you don't know the new york new jersey red bulls in jersey are they are they now what they are the new jersey red bulls i mean they're i thought they were the new york new jersey red bulls no way the new york red bulls or the, the new jersey red bulls I in could, the shadow of new york i could be wrong <laughs> I, I could be wrong if memory serves me correct, I'm, I thought they used to play at the freaking yeah, Nassau is, Coliseum. It is New York Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls who play out of Red Bull Arena in New Jersey. I just, I, I love. Oh, lovely. I love people. Is um, That's probably in the Meadowlands somewhere. The Red Bull Arena? It's in the New Red Bulls Arena? It's near Newark. It's not even, it's not even close. Oh, all right. There you go. I, I just know that because I keep driving by it and it's it's a interesting looking arena it's just it's nowhere so the new york red bulls play (laughs) in the same city that the new jersey devils play in in the same area in the same city i mean it's it's the prudential center is where the it was where the devils play that's in new york that's in newark it's technically in harrison but it's just like one town over yes so it's in the same area yeah right yeah interesting yeah new jersey and new york playing together harmony in sports right down the street from uh, the new york jets and giants Go figure. Yeah, just just a hop, skip, and a jump across a couple oil fields. <laughs> That's right. Oh God. Okay. So, uh, what the hell were we discussing? 
I think we're about to get into extreme rules. That's it. That, here we go. All right. So, um, going. Let's, let's, I'm just going to go down the list, and then all the things I have technically by outside the ring news is all pretty much inside and having to do with extreme rules. So, same. Uh, let's start off with your opening match, which was probably, <laughs> I think, my match of the night. Um, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. And uh, yeah, God, <laughs> just the the first of all for Imperium to just take over the and destroy them in the beginning of the match was was great. I mean, it was also telling of probably the way it was going to go, but knew exactly which way that was going to go. The, the it's seeing this match, um, it's 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 so weird. To me. I was uh, <laughs> thinking about you because when I first watched NXT, you kind of brought me into it because of the show and seeing pretty much. The entirety of this, well, not entirety of the Imperium storyline. Well, oh no, I'm just talking about all, all everybody right now. Like the Brutes were all NXT. Imperium, everybody, everybody except NXT. everybody except Sheamus, except, right? But for the most part, like if you look at at most of the storylines now, and both Raw and SmackDown, go back two or three years, and you're looking at the storylines from NXT. It's insane. They get Dexter Loomis is still doing his thing. We have um, Johnny Gargano taking on Austin Theory. I'm glad you brought that up about uh, people doing their thing similar to what they're do- what they had done in NXT. Now mm-hmm. that Triple H is in charge and all that, mm-hmm. there was a spot where Ridge Holland, someone flew off the top rope, and Ridge caught them like in, in the in the press for the World Strongest Slam, mm-hmm. and, and immediately I saw it happening. I go, Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! This is happening again. Oh yeah! Remember that spot? Which I do. That was fucking wild. Mm-hmm. I, I could not relive that again. <laughs> Watching that live was, and and I have to keep my eyes on the fucking thing. If I look away and he actually did it, I go fuck. I missed I it. Missed it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was kind of scary. Uh, Kinda. <laughs> just hoping hoping for the best for him. Um, but yeah, I and listen. And and someone made a point online too, as I said last week or two weeks ago. Uh, Butch is just gonna like silently just become Pete Dunn. <laughs> Like, James is. I don't think some, so. You think he's gonna stay stay as Butch? I feel like he, he's. I think there's gonna be a storyline as to how he goes from Butch to Pete Dunn. Okay. And I am wholeheartedly believing that it will one day include uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Hopefully. Okay. Mustache. Yeah, Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain. Uh. One sweet. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so we we had said also last week if uh, Sheamus happens to lose on Friday, which he did, that the Brutes would probably come out on top, and we were right on, uh, on both fronts. So, um, and by by the way, uh, shout out to Kathy Kelly for returning to, to WWE. Yes, bravo! Oh my God, oof, OG oof, o- OG from from uh, NXT oof, yeah. <laughs> and nobody is uh, remembering the fact that Kathy Kelly was once dating the Velveteen Dream. That's right. I'm People sure are just that's gone. So next time under see, the rug. Next time you see her, ask ask her how he's doing and see how fast she runs away. How's Pat doing? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Gotta go. Bye. That that felt weird coming out. Pat. Uh, so Brawling Brutes get the win. Uh, in in again, probably my favorite match of the, of the whole card. Uh, and then. Uh, we had uh, your women's. That was next, right? Women's uh, Extreme Rules match. Uh, R- Rousey versus Liv Morgan. Yes. Okay. 
Um, which I didn't see coming because you were bu- you were billing this as the freaking main event the whole time. Yeah, which they had lined up as the main event, but uh, apparently not. I, and I, I should have probably known that because you had this freaking fight pit of doom hanging above the ring. I mean, they had to do that last. <laughs> like, it had to be just the whole setup for that thing. I mean, they put it over the ring, but still having that as not going last, you'd, you'd have to have that as a main event. I, I mean, yeah, there were four different video packages. Of course they had to have it as the main event. Of course they did. Uh, anyway, so R- Rousey versus Liv Morgan. Now, I watched this match. I was like, okay, it, it's it was okay. It wasn't like... Uh, a crazy match I, I kind of expected to to happen what happened but but man uh it kind of got eviscerated <laughs> online so oh really yeah that's i where, think that's where you're going no so yeah uh i'm intrigued after this match uh so <laughs> I, I just can't stand him but anyway um on the jim Cornette experience ah good old jim Cornette. jim Cornette. but he's not the only actually one. you know what i take that back he is nor he is not good. Very old Jim Cornette. Yes, thank you very much. Um, very mean, very old Jim. Cornette. Very mean, old, bitter Jim Cornette. Uh, he did say something that was kind of echoed across the board, um, and he didn't understand what was going on with this match. So he said, "Quote," and I'm reading this and, and seeing what he said. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I guess I can take it. Some of it is is batshit crazy, but for the most part, it, it makes sense. He says, quote, so the baby face in this equation is trying to use a baseball bat against the heel, but the heel keeps taking it away from her and throwing it away. But God, I want to take drugs. How about a new drug? One that won't make me watch wrestling. And his co-host asks, what drug is that? And Cornette says, whatever drugs these people are fucking taking. But Liv Morgan rolls in the ring after getting hit with a bat six times, starts to come back, and then Liv gets the bat and hits Ronda Rousey with it nine times. A 120-pound blonde Barbie just hit Ronda Rousey nine times with a baseball bat. That's the end quote. Uh, Rousey's the heel, and so there's that. Thoughts? Uh, never bring out a baseball bat. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, sh- uh, unless you're going to use it the way Chris Jericho uses it, he's mm-hmm. the. There's two people in all of pro wrestling that I know mm-hmm. that I can think of off the top of my head at this moment who can pull off using a baseball bat, and that's Sting and Chris Jericho. It used to be one up until a couple of years ago. It used to be just Sting. All oh, right. Never, I never saw anybody bring out a baseball bat except for Sting. Right. And now Sting has one. I mean, actually, Sting doesn't even have his anymore. Nope. Rarely. Unless things got to get extreme, brother. Uh, so, yeah, the whole baseball bat, nine times. Nine times. Bro, hit me with a baseball bat once. I'm going down. I don't care if you're 120 pounds or not. I'm going to go, bro, chill. She did. She did smack. Chill the fuck out. He lifted smack her with that bat and just like kind of, it didn't, it wasn't like, a, it didn't look fake, but it was just funny how like if you hit somebody with a bat, like even short range, something's getting taken out. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it's a baseball yeah. bat. They just, yeah. Anyway. Could the same thing have been said for a sledgehammer if it was used? Oh, never mind. <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> never mind wait Forgot. a minute that's stricter plates back on on the that one plates are back on <laughs> yeah no you can't do that anymore um it was just i mean that was a that was a piece of that match it was just i i, I gotta tell you i i do have a newfound respect for Liv morgan people on, online seem to kind of like want to know what 
what the whole purpose of this this run was. And uh, I, in my mind, kind of equated it to uh, Nikki Ash's run, but better. <laughs> like, I feel like there was more purpose. Less gimmicky. To, less gimmicky. There was more purpose to this run, even though it was as short as it was. It was kind of just to give a new face a belt and give her. It was slightly more realistic than, than Nikki Ash. And so with that, right. With that, I found a little more, a little more found respect, especially after what happened on SmackDown last week with Liv Morgan and Lacey Evans. Um, I don't know. I, just, I have a little more respect after what happened after. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was too many afters. I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing that took place <laughs> after, after. There you go. Uh, extreme Rules. Okay. Well, not actually after. Before. Before before the match, the thing that led to the finish of that match. Okay. When she was the, the arm bar or yes. whatever it was. Yes. And Liv is just smiling. Because they're like in that triangle lock thing going on. Yeah. And I didn't. I looked at that and I go, that's weird. Mm. Because the camera, this cameraman's not going into the Hall of Fame because he got a freaking bad angle. <laughs> or Liv's trying to tell us something. Or. Bicep. Bicep Crusher is the name of the move. Oh, bicep. The crusher. bicep crusher. So we got a calf crusher. We got a bicep crusher. Bicep crusher. Yeah, that made her. Is there a tricep crusher? <laughs> there should be. I'm sure there is. Yeah, it made her made her smile. That was that was a little, uh, yeah, no creepy. I thought it was an interesting way to go out instead of tapping out. Like she just uh, too prolonged. Well, that's the baby face thing to do. To tap out or just to fade away. Fade away. Fade away. Yeah, like Austin. Right. Austin Brett at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. Austin taps out. Completely different thing. Absolutely. That this is absolutely that's that's how you now define define uh, uh, storylines in your career and and save face is to not tap out. Speaking of faces, the crimson mask <laughs> on Austin uh, was a big part of that. Sure, very big part of that. Sure, but uh, yeah. So Ronda Rousey to Ronda Rousey is your they, this better just get to your new smack uh, uh, Shane Baszler. Now what's what's the deal with the rumors that she might be on NXT? What's the deal? What? <laughs> what's the deal with Shayna and NXT? I didn't I didn't hear any of those rumors. I've, I've heard some rumors. I've heard some things. I saw. I mean, I know we're not going to talk about it, so I'll throw it in there. I saw Sonya return to NXT. We did. Return or debut? I guess return. 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 So that was interesting. That was. Fire and ice, right? Yeah. Now, what was their name? Fire and Desire. Fire and wow. Desire. There you go. Fire and Desire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was a while. Fire and Desire. We have a new SmackDown champion. So, yes, yeah, so if, if if the rumors aren't true, then have at it. Rousey and Shayna would be the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think that's the only way to go. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, after that, we had Karrion Cross against Drew McIntyre in a strap match. Oof. Uh, <laughs> oof, oof. Oof for Karrion Cross or oof for Scarlet? Oof for Scarlet. Oh, come on, bro. Let's make sure. Let's see where you're going. We carry in two with that head of hair. He's going to shave that thing off. I think I feel like he was more intimidating with the shaved head. I think he's more intimidating with the hair. With the hair, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, starting this match off with uh, no strap on. <laughs> uh, on carrying <laughs> carry cross until Drew uh, beat the shit out of him. Then. We are children. We really are. Until Drew beat the shit out of him and put the strap on him. Uh, but God, the 
it, it, in all in all seriousness, though, the the lashes of the strap on Drew McIntyre, even on on Karrion Cross, like the even like the short range ones, was like boom, boom, boom. It's it. I was like ah, e ah, looked very painful. Did you get your strap on quota for the month? I, I feel like I'm behind. So I'm trying, okay, I'm trying to catch I just up. I just want to know. Trying to catch strap up. on strap on. You better now. It's only one uh, match. It's one match. You get to use that <laughs> that joke. So please let me let me have it. Uh. Yeah, the strap-on match. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the strap match. That that match was wild, mm. and I did like the psychology of that match. How it kind of Scarlet played that factor in a little bit, and he didn't put on the the rope right away. Right, and then ending so. with <laughs> ending with it because the fire didn't work. So uh, let's just go straight to pepper spray. Uh, it's perfect, Mace. It's Mace. Number one change for my lamp. There you go. And so we have uh, we have winner and carrying cross. By the way, um, didn't mention also that they are now they've announced the beginning of the of the, the program that they have a set commentary team in Cole yes. Cole and Graves, and I like that. I like the fact I I didn't I never liked the the switch ups. I, I understood that you had different teams for each show and they had to represent. I like just you had. I mean, also back in the day, you only had two people, and that was Ross and, and King. So each the two of them would just bounce back and forth, but and they would do all the the pay per views. But I like having this just a set duo of the two best people you have, put them out there, and have them for every single premium live event. Yeah, I agree with that too. Plus, that also gives McAfee a little bit of leeway when he comes back. Right. Right. Yeah. But then we're gonna put Graves. What do you mean? I mean, not Graves. Uh, we're gonna put a uh, Wade. You could you could make that a three man booth. You could. You could with with Wade playing the. But Wade's always like the outspoken one too. So like you can can you have two outspoken? Color? If if one of them is is one of the most over people in the company, yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, I feel like um, I, I can't stand Booker T, and, and I I I enjoy Booker T. Booker T. I enjoy NXT. But Booker T, I am not a fan of, so I, I'd hate for him to have to go back. <laughs> um, but I, I do like Wade Barrett. But I think he was a, he was a great fit in NXT. I did um, like the team of Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett. By the was, way, was congratulations good. to Vic Joseph on getting married. Yeah, recently, Hottie McHottie. in Italy. Oof, good for him. That's an expensive fucking wedding. <laughs> I'm sure he he's got the NXT money. Oh yes, the NXT doll hairs. The vivacious NXT money. Yes. <laughs> the millions and millions of pennies. Uh, millions. Raw Women's Championship ladder match for the first time ever. Women's ladder match. And Bailey getting her ass handed to her. Um, with I didn't see this coming. Damage control coming in for uh, trying to, to make the save for Bailey and getting uh, double, the, double KOD. That was impressive. So who's next for Bianca? <sighs> I feel like Bailey's still in that picture because this is just their first match and they, they have to r- string this out as long as they possibly can. As- I feel like she is too, but I feel like the ladder match is a thing to quiet it down for a little bit. Mm. Okay. Do you think, my, my question is, is do you still think after this match, do you still think Bailey's going to be the one to take it off of Bianca? I do. Okay. They've been playing a lot of promo packages for a certain WWE superstar. WWE pro wrestler, I believe we can say now. That is. That is one 
Charlotte Flair. Oh, Fleur. Charlotte Fleur. Yes, Charlotte Fleer. Ashley Fleer, sorry. Is it pronounced Fleer? It's like F-L- Her real name? F-L-U-H-R or something like that? F-L-E-I-H-R. I-H. E-I-H-I-E-H. <laughs> How many vowels are you going to put in there? U-O. Fleer. P. It's flair. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> the flair. man should just, I'm pretty sure he has legally changed his name to flair. Speaking of flair, saw him at uh, New York Comic Con this weekend. Man, oh man. Oh. How much are you charging? Uh, he, I think he was doing $100 for uh, autographs. What? I mean, yeah, right. That makes sense. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the it, nature. It is, it is it. nature. <laughs> it is nature. Um, he was like sitting right in the in the middle of the convention floor. In, in, in the midst of everybody around him, I don't know if you've ever been to Comic Con, but it's it's pretty much a flea market. <laughs> you're really just you're going around to different tables, seeing what they they're selling. They have a couple booths that have like new things coming out, whatever toys or video games, and then right in the middle of everything of all this nonsense, is a nature boy sitting with his handler in like this weird circular igloo hut thing, and people just line up to. to Get photograph uh, uh, autographs and move on. Uh, yeah, sign up, move next. Go, go. Um, to answer your question from earlier, I have not ever been to Comic Con mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm not a fucking nerd. Here's the thing: you keep saying that, and you are because we, in the midst of you saying this, you're in a window of Zoom talking about wrestling. <laughs> So fuck you and cut that shit out right now. This entire production, this entire uh, thing that we've come together with to make Sons of Slam is a nerd project. This is the love of nerdum in wrestling. Cut the crap. This is true. This uh-huh. is true. Uh-huh. But I don't, f- I don't follow Comic Con and all that stuff. So like follow Comic Con. You you go. Your sole purpose of going to Comic-Con is strictly to see pro wrestlers, and that's it? No, absolutely not. Exactly. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. All right, wrestling nerd. The people who go to Comic-Con are the same people who bring title belts to fucking autographs. Not autograph (laughs) signs. Let me take that back. Title belts to to fucking wrestling events. You watch. watch They're the type of people who buy title belts at wrestling events. You watch. I'm still fucking angry about that. You watch on a regular basis. Grown men in tights. I don't want to hear it. Nerd. Wrestling. That's fine. Wrestling geek. Wrestling nerd. You you could say whatever you want. You're still a wrestling nerd. I'm a wrestling mark. I'll give you that. You're a wrestling nerd. I ain't no nerd. You are. Nerds don't watch all eight nine innings of the fucking Yankee game. You can still be a, a geek and watch and, and love my Yankees. Yes, but not. I have a freaking. I'm, I have a I'm Batman and Superman all. tattoo on my leg. Yet I, I, I'll I'll go to Monday's uh, game three of of the ALDS. Listen, listen very closely. You have to concede the fact that you are a nerd. I didn't say you I wasn't. Three... Stop, 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 stop. But I, that but that's my point. I didn't say I wasn't. But you're denying oh, the you're, fact that you you're are claiming that I am. <laughs> that you're not. I'm not. Okay. You're a wrestling geek. I'll accept that. Okay. There you go. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you keep saying it like that is, <laughs> is hysterical. I am a geek. I'm not a nerd. <sighs> God. Anyway. I may have glasses, but I'm not a nerd. <laughs> wrestling geek. It's the hard D at the end that really gets it. Nerd the. You nerd the. Uh, next match. Um. Finn Balor against Edge. 
Uh, uh, and an I really like that match. And I, other match. than the Brawling Brutes match, that was my. I like this match as well. And I have to tell you that th- this group has now become the most over group in all of WWE. The Judgment Day. Yeah, they've gone from like piss ant. What the hell are we doing here? Till to what we have now with. Uh, and, and by the way, um, if we can get Rhea Ripley at some point to get this belt, that'd be great because she's. She's probably my my favorite female on the entire card. It has to be Rhea Ripley. She is. I'd love for Rhea to get the strap. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see you brought it back. See? See? Callbacks. Callbacks. Got um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this match, but then the last 10 minutes kind of just like went into overdrive. And it was like, okay, we're just going to throw everything at you. And here come all the members of Judgment Day. And here comes Beth. Oh, my God. It's, it's his wife because... He's handcuffed, and here comes Ray getting his ass kicked. Got a huge pop, by the way. Um, Ray's getting more over. Ray is more over now than he has been in the last 10 years, ironically because of his son. No, okay, Think yes. about it. No, he's been, yes, other, yes, than, right. other than when he, when he won the championship, <laughs> when he won the Rumble and then when, went on to win the championship, this is the most over he has been in the last 10 to 15 years. Exactly, which, you know, is perfect because he won the Rumble 15 years, uh, 16 years ago. <laughs> there you go. Right? Wasn't it 2006? Yeah, 2006. <laughs> so it lines up perfectly. It lines up perfectly with 16 years ago. <laughs> or whatever that was. I loved when Rey Mysterio used to pop out of that little, he used to pop out of out of the, yes. the uh, entrance out, out of the for floor, his entrance. Out of the floor and then apparently got too old for that. Um, yeah. The the end of this match. He Donald Glover it. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, sorry. He Danny Glover it. Too old for this shit. I'm too old for this shit. What a callback. Uh, so it, 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 nobody was going to say I quit until Beth was about to get the concerto from Rhea Ripley. And you get the faint. I quit. I quit. That's a match we need to see. And then uh, Beth Phoenix versus Rio? Yes. Uh, I'm down for that. Absolutely down for that. Um, I think Beth needs to probably get back to because if, if Edge can do it, we need a two-person household here. Two-person working, two-working person household. Well, they did that. They, they did, did it against yeah, um, Miz and Miz and Maurice. Miz and Maurice. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a match. Was like By a match. the way, Maurice. Whoa. Fifth off, fifth off. Hottest milk on the planet. Mm, okay. It's up there. Uh, She's up there, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Finn and Judgment Day get the win on this one. And even though uh he said I quit to save Beth, it was for not because Beth uh Rhea, Rhea comes out and says, You taught us too well. And does a concerto on Beth's head. And uh, that was that. Um, so Survivor Series. I, I, I Absolutely. I can see Edge, Mysterio, AJ. See, I don't know now. Uh, that's five right there, right? Five on five? Edge, Mysterio. Oh, oh, so oh be, yes. It, it, wait, it no. Five, but five who would you have? It'd be five on four. Yeah, you would need someone else with the judgment. Someone day. else with judgment day. They need to recruit somebody quick. Or you have where's Champa? Where's he been? You would need to have Ray out of it. Say Ray doesn't want any part of it because then that's the two of them have a. Can they stretch this out to WrestleMania? I think that's like the only place yes. they have this match between now between October and March, April. It's practically a home game for them. What do you mean? They're they're where's WrestleMania this year? Uh, LA, right? Yeah, right. Hollywood. Hollywood. You know what's not that far from Hollywood? 
like a two, two and a half hour drive, no traffic. San Diego, San California. Diego. Yes, San Diego. Yes, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. <laughs> what? 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 Nah, I'm just quoting a movie. Uh, moving on. Uh, yes, <laughs> moving on. Imagine, uh, imagine yeah. if I actually believe that. <laughs> a whale's vagina. Uh, a whale's vagina. Your what? main event, which was the fight pit with Matt Riddle taking on Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I didn't know the rule was that you couldn't uh, pin on top. It has to be in the ring. That was. Yes, in the pit. In the pit. Got to be in the pit. Uh, with, and you can't escape the pit. Can't escape the pit. All because all, that's a long fall. It was a very long fall. Uh, no doors really. And uh, special guest referee, UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier, who um likes the burgers apparently, like I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a big boy. He likes the uh, the carbs. <laughs> the carbs are <laughs> delicious. And so with that, um. I, I really just two things I, I I've taken away from this match. Uh, well, no, a couple of things. Um, you can do an RKO fearlessly on the top of that that circular ramp, whatever you want to call yeah. it, the platform on top. Catwalk, uh, I believe. Catwalk. I mean, if you want to do an RKO and not feel like you're going to fall off, again, kudos to you. Because uh, there was uh, uh, between power bombs and RKOs, all that shit happened on the top there. Um, curb stomps. <laughs> apparently super curb stomps because he, he wanted to break his neck um that was pretty cool and then i did, I did enjoy that and then this the senton yes yeah, senton atomica senton atomica i believe i believe riddle has nicknamed that the broton <laughs> the broton from from the platform which looked like it legit broke seth rollins ribs like he just crushed yes him. He, there was no there's no give there like what do you do like this you can't like cover for that other than just brace for impact and he did and god it's just like body on body crushing yeah that was not that was that was wild it was a wild spot it was a wild spot um i haven't felt like that since the first time i ever saw jeff hardy do a swanton bomb off the top of a cage last time i felt like felt like that which funny enough you mentioned jeff hardy was when he fought. Uh, we saw him live against uh, Darby Allen, and Darby Allen took that that hit on the chairs. That's I take the- that back. That's the last time I ever felt like that. <laughs> <laughs> that when I saw that live, I was like, "Oh my god, he's dead!" <laughs> like his back. Yeah. He had that broken vertebrae. Nope, he was fine. I, I just I don't understand how he did that. Um, but yeah, oh, man. but the funny part about this match, uh, the fight pit, was that Cormier, who uh, was the referee for this match, admitted that he forgot the end. <laughs> he forgot the finish of the match. He said he knew who was going to win, uh, obviously, but he he said he was so nervous that things were just starting to leave his head. He said, quote, uh, uh, I was in the back and I was nervous because obviously you know the outcome. I started forgetting the match. I was like, oh, my goodness. I forgot the ending. I was so nervous, bro. But once I walked out there, bro, it was so fun. (laughs) The energy of the crowd, it was like second to none, unquote. With that many bros, who was who was that a quote by? Yeah. Dean Cormier or Matt Riddle? <laughs> was that Riddle? I don't know. Um, he was that, that was on uh, the DC and RC show on ESPN. Um, by the way, this now could lead to a Daniel Cormier Brock Lesnar match. It could. It also does get us somewhat one step closer to a Brock Lesnar Matt Riddle match. Now that one's a little more far fetched somehow. 
unless somehow I, I a Brock Lesnar Matt Riddle match is more far fetched than a Brock Lesnar Daniel Cormier. I, I gotta tell you, the I'm, WWE. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> we did have a return on Raw. Speaking of of that name, and if we were ever to get that match, it would only probably be because of the dollars of Saudi money to bring Riddle and Lesnar together. Here's a million bucks for twenty minutes. Enjoy that. I don't think the Saudis would seek that out. I don't think. No, I, I'm not saying they would. I'm just saying that's probably at that this would point. be a match that that W that Triple H would have to bring to the Crown Prince. But see, I believe that's what he's called properly. Here's a okay, um, and uh, and like, say we want to have this match here, and then be paid accordingly. I just, okay, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Listen, if they can make Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul happen, then anything is possible. Anything is possible. You can have those two go at it. Fuck Boston, man. Don't ever do that. Although I do like that quote. <laughs> fuck Boston. Uh, and I need to say that anything, anything Boston that ever comes up, I got to go fuck Boston. Very true. But I do like like the architecture of the city and the I history. I love the city. I hate the, hate the team. I always say that. I love the city. I hate the team. Uh, Matt Riddle has also said. On, I hate all the teams. I want to point All out. the teams. All the Boston teams. Riddle has gone on record as saying that Comier should wrestle in WWE. Uh, with his MMA skills, Comier should have no problem competing. Uh, and that's it. There was a good backstory that they had with Daniel Cormier because they showed him. I don't remember if they showed him, but I remember it being mentioned that he was at, uh, he was in Santa Clara at Levi Stadium for WrestleMania 31 when he, 31, I believe, hmm. when Seth uh, cashed in the money in the bank at, at the for the heist of the century. And Daniel Cormier was one like on screen who was seen celebrating so much for Seth Rollins winning the title. Hmm. So it does bring that back. So both had history there, which is why I like the storytelling that way. Be like, there is somewhat of history here. Which is why, to quote Minnesota Timberwolves great Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But also fuck Boston. (laughs) There you go. Um, If we could curse in the titles, that would have been the title. Can we not? I don't know. We should try it. I don't think so. I all think right. it might get flagged. All right, fine. Fair enough. Um, all right. Then we get our winner. We get uh, uh, Riddle gets the win. Get a little hand raised by Cormier towards the ramp, and the lights go out. Actually, pulled- the, the best part of it. I'm sorry. The best. The best part of the whole thing was that you saw the bottom third. You got the uh, copyright. Yes. <laughs> He got the copyright. Great fucking minds think alike, Yeah, man. there you go. There you go. The copyright came up. And you're like, oh, shit, that's it. Okay, great. Let's do it. And then black. <laughs> and, and the best added part also, was not only was it the bottom third in the copyright, but was Michael Cole saying, oh, we're still on there. That was all of that added, the little nuances added to the entirety of the whole thing. Go ahead. The last time that Triple H pulled the watermark trick on us was when Champa turned on Johnny Gargano. Mm. Mm, that's right. You saw the watermark, and it went. Everybody thought it went off, and then boom, boom. hit him. And DIY yes, was... Cole did bring that added thing. Are we are we still are on we the still air? On? Graves are still on. Yeah, and then you got. The... I think Grave, Graves loves horror so much. He was so happy he, was so he couldn't happy. say anything. Just knew it. Knew what was going on, and everybody obviously everybody knew. Um, and by the way, also jumping around here, but the beginning of the night of Extreme Rules, you got your final White Rabbit tease when Brawling Brutes came out. 
and it's all of a sudden like a five second piece of uh, of clip came out and you saw him digging at the X and he went in and then the fire blew up from the sky and then it went back to the the ring. That was the that was one of the QR codes uh, on SmackDown, I believe. Right, but SmackDown showed that he he was going to be there at Extreme Rules, but this one was just the X. He went in and the fire came out and then it went away. There was no, no I believe one of the QR codes. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that. I had seen that clip the QR before code. Extreme Rules. Right. But okay. But the QR code that Triple H had when he introduced SmackDown, when he flipped the mic and he showed yeah. the QR code on the mic, that was the video that had the, the bunny in the, the woods going into the X and then showing the date. And then this one was just the bunny going into the X, the fire coming out of the ground and then fading away back to the brawling brutes. There was no QR code. Uh, uh, no, I understand. I'm telling you, I saw the the bunny go into the ground and the fire come up before it happened. It happened at there. Right. Rolls. Got it. Okay. Right. But they, then they, they just showed it again. So that was yeah. that was the final the final. Uh, I was that was happening tonight. I was very concerned at that point, thinking that oh, we might this might just be another tease, mm-hmm. which I do. Please remind me to let you know about that if I forget. I had boots on the ground in Philly. I just want to point that out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somewhat. But we'll get it after the reveal. Fair enough. Go on. <laughs> Go on. All right. So lights went out and then the music started out of your music. The the chanting went out with got the whole world in his hands and then the you know, the crowd just going absolutely nuts. Um and then you saw Do you think that was live or recorded? That was recorded. Okay. But you saw, I only know it was recorded because it's it, each loop sounded the same. But you saw all the characters of the Firefly Funhouse in real human form. And so, if you have ever followed Wyatt on the social medias, Wyatt Six, the, he continues to uh, he referenced the Wyatt Six. And you saw five, Wyatt being the sixth. So now we have, mm-hmm. we have actual human versions of. Of Huskus and um, and his sister and uh, the the rabbit and and uh, the fiend. Did you forget all the names already? I did. Okay, Go off on. the top of my head, Mercy the buzzard. Mercy the buzzard. Yes, forgot about him too. Abigail the witch. Thank you. Huskus the pig boy. You got that one. Mm-hmm. Rambling rabbit. That's my favorite. Okay. What else? The fiend. The fiend. What else are we are we missing another one? Is it buzzard? Huskus. Buzzard buzzard huskus. Rambling rabbit. Rambling rabbit. Abigail. The witch. Fiend. Fiend. That's yeah. Fine. And why it makes and six. Why it makes six. Um and then he he uh showed all the characters and then he showed the, the fiend mask on the uh the burnt fiend mask on the on the commentary commentary table with Cole doing his greatest uh, overacting ever. Um and then the door at the entranceway, and then showed a video of the funhouse just obliterated by age and death, <laughs> just covered in covered in cobwebs. And then on the screen was this guy in this weird mask. Um, to who? Who was it? Who killed? Killed the world? You, you did. did. And he just kept saying that in a very deep recorded voice. And the video went away. The door slams open. And you see this light, this this lantern come out, and this guy in this mask come out with this this weird grin, 
and, and all of a sudden you just heard the crowd chant holy shit many, many times until this mask came off and it was Bray Wyatt. And the crowd went absolutely insane. And so he said, I'm, I'm here, blew out the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the fake candle and went to the new moth logo. And that was it. And that was, that was your extreme rules. A couple things, please. Number one. So boots on the ground. Let's go with that first. There was a guy I work with kind of, mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. He was in Philly. So I saw him at work on Monday and I asked him, I go, so how was it? He goes, oh, it was fucking awesome. It was great. Okay. But he was saying that the crowd was starting to boo when the door opened. Okay. Because they thought it was just going to be another tease. Like they didn't think he was actually there. Okay. So I did see back the I did watch back the clip. If you hear it, you hear the crowd start to go down a little bit and they start to reverse into booze. And then as soon as you see the lantern, it fucking picks up. There were at least like six or seven different huge pops for that one return. He got three by just revealing the lantern, Mm -hmm. revealing himself. That was wrong. Revealing the lantern. Mm -hmm. Revealing his mask, mask right. and then taking off the mask. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to bring up was well, the fiend too. I mean, whoever was whoever the fiend was, like that got a huge pop. Uh, he was also saying that the uh, the guy I work with was also saying that there were a lot of fiend masks around. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, conspiracy theory in me. WWE. That's that's feel that's uh. Come on. Use it. Words. Words. God damn it. That's uh Inside Man. It's not the word I wanted to use. I had a better one, but okay. that's the first thing that came into mind. Okay. So uh but that wasn't the case. And another thing, security was telling people not to videotape. Hmm. Picks were allowed, but you can't videotape anything. Who's that seemed that? odd to me. Who's and I s- asked him, I was pressing him about this. Please, who's gonna stop that? <laughs> I go I go, well, let me ask you this. When were they asking you? Because I, in my head, if they were asking him right before, like, the main event, I could understand that because they know what's going to happen later. Mm-hmm. They have to get all these freaking characters going around. They don't want the reveal of the characters beforehand. So I, I understand that. But he was like, no, the entire time they told us not to videotape. And I go, huh, interesting. Okay. I, I guess I get it. Just in case something popped up where... Someone was backstage and they didn't know about it. Oh, okay. I saw a picture of who the uh, people, the Wyatt Six could be. Mm-hmm. And I want to read it out to you. It's <laughs> a good conspiracy. Go ahead. Uh, so we'll start over here. Huskus the Pig Boy, the guy who was Huskus the Pig Boy, mm-hmm. like who will be the character mm-hmm. that you saw. Mm-hmm. Joe Gacy. He was a tall. No, uh, I don't think so. Too, I'm, I'm not tall. saying. I'm not saying he was the actual guy. Yeah, in the he costume. will. He will be. Okay. All right. I'm saying he could be he the representation of Huskus the Pig Boy in the new Wyatt Six, whatever. Significantly shorter. But yes, go ahead. Yes. Uh, Abigail the Witch. Liv Morgan. Huh. Which that would tie into the end of that match. Okay. 
The Fiend. Mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis. <laughs> okay. Like that one. Uh-huh. Ramblin' Rabbit. This is a funny one to me. This is where it gets into a joke. Bo Dallas. <laughs> Listen, I can get you in, bro, but you have to you have to dress up as a bunny. Uh-huh. And Mercy the Buzzard, uh-huh. Grayson Waller. Oh, okay. It's not a bad. It's not a bad list. Group of people. It's it's way out there and probably insane. But no, I, I way <laughs> out there. <laughs> but I. But I, I all of it. them have been linked to this. Okay. At some point in time, mm-hmm. all of them have been linked to Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. How does Grayson Waller fit in? Grayson Waller was the, um, that was the White Rabbit tease on NXT. That's how Grayson Waller and Joe Gacy both fit into that. It was during Grayson Waller's Instagram Live on NXT where Joe Gacy put the White Rabbit emoji in the chat, and that's where it came up. People screenshotted it. Joe Gacy would be a, a good one. Regardless of what character he does, like he's, he's. By the way, do you know who Joe Gacy is rolling around with in NXT now? Who? Give me one second. Oh sure, nobody's listening. It's okay. Give me one second. And he's pulling something. Oh, uh, uh, the. <laughs> they still a thing? No, they're not. Gyv. Because they shaved. Gyv. They shaved their beards, and now they're in this whole new gimmick with Joe Gacy, and I don't like it. Hmm. I want my hooligans back. I want the grizzled young vets. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I want Bring the grizzled young veteran soon never, to be recognized. Never recognized. Never recognized. <laughs> okay, let me. <laughs> never recognized as your uh, NXT tag team champion. Never. Soon became never. And uh, yeah. that's where we're at now. But yeah, GYV. I want them to be. I want them to make a comeback. The way Elias is going to make a comeback on Monday. Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> congratulations to, to Elias. Um, I, I will. I, I'm putting this out there also. Not that it's it's probably a far fetched uh, take on my. I part. forgot how comfortable this feels. I'm sorry. That is a very comfortable looking scarf. I got to tell you, it is. Um, that was probably my favorite return of all time, from start to finish. My favorite return of all time. Just the the beginning from the 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 use of the QR codes and the clues, like you know, you have something when people online are just going absolutely insane and find and uncovering this code leading to this and taking this this piece of uh, of voice recording. And if you increase it seven decibels, it sounds like Bray here. Like people were actually like seriously going in on this this whole line of of thinking and the whole clues and that is what I love about wrestling is that you can have this insanity happen if and again wrestling if you if you showed somebody wrestling for the first time and at the end of extreme rules be like what the fuck is this <laughs> what, what are you showing me here it's just I, I i gotta tell you it's my my favorite return of all time i definitely have it up there um jeff uh the hardy's at wrestlemania 33 is always a soft one in my heart that's that's up there because that's when i started like really truly paying attention to all that's when i really became a mark mm. A smart, I should say. Smart. Let me rephrase that. Sure. I was smartened up to the business at that point. Okay. So I, it, I, I want to throw this out there. The top three that come into my mind is could be recency bias because these are the ones that I remember vi- very vividly. And that's what I was afraid of too, and so which is why I went back and tried to relive all the ones I forgot. And th- and the I, only reason I put these three up there is because they were all based on internet rumors, okay. and that's it. Other than this one. Bray Wyatt was the only one that WWE initiated the rumor. 
as opposed to other, as opposed to it getting out. Okay. Hardy's at WrestleMania 33, Bray Wyatt this past weekend, and CM Punk. As much as we don't like what the guy did recently, uh, that CM Punk return de- has to be up there. That's a debut. Because he sold out debut. the fucking thing. Debut. That's different. I'm talking about a it's return. His re- it's his return to pro wrestling. It's his debut in AEW. I didn't say debuts. I said return. There's a difference. Uh, semantics, if you ask me. Dude, Bray Wyatt, if he went to AEW, that's a debut. It's not a return. It's a totally different company. <laughs> semantics. <laughs> he just went into a totally different company. If if Edge had so, Soraya debuted in AEW, she didn't return. She returned. Okay, she, if Edge didn't debut, didn't return to WWE, mm-hmm. and he debuted in, let me get there. Sure. And he debuted in AEW. Would you still consider that his return to pro wrestling? And if you say no, you're wrong. <laughs> His return to pro wrestling. Okay, fine. His return to pro wrestling, but he debuted in AEW. I hear what you're saying. I, yes, I, I, I can see that. Absolutely, right. But he—that's why I still consider it a return. But, okay. Bray Wyatt was return. CM Punk, because they returned with returned the same company. From, I get that. Returned into wrestling. Okay. So you're saying both CM Punk and the Hardys are just not. No, because the, it the, is a debut with a new company. No, no, no. Well, the Hardys, the Hardys returned at WrestleMania, so that's that's up there. That's why it's up there okay, for me too. Okay, I, right, and I consider you're right, that. You're right. You're right. I consider that. You're right. But I'm talking about that was just like New Day was there, and they just and the music hit. That was it. Then all of a sudden the crowd went absolutely insane. This was a long-standing kind of you know it, you lasted a month. <laughs> we went a month in with all these vignettes and, and clues, and we talked about this on the show for the last three weeks uh, as far as all these clues. We knew what was well. Hopefully, we knew what was what was coming up, because if it was going to be anybody else, the the world would have gone insane. Um, but even though we knew that's that's the best thing about this, we we knew what was happening. But it was just the lead up to it, with the payoff at Extreme Rules, and you got Bray Wyatt, and it was just I, I just thought it was great. I want to bring up something that I, I said earlier. Uh, the reason why Wyatt that's going to be tough to get out. The reason why he is signed to SmackDown is because that everybody I in case you didn't know why do I think <laughs> that I said this already? Everybody that has been linked to him through this White Rabbit tease mm-hmm. is on SmackDown. Okay. Aside from Dexter Loomis. Aside from Dexter Loomis. Yeah, which is why he didn't appear on uh on Raw. So he is uh in case you guys did guys did not know, yes, Bray Wyatt has been assigned to you SmackDown. Hence why, also, going conspiracy, if there's anybody other than Cody to take those belts off Roman Reigns, you are now looking at your new next champ. Oh, I don't want to do it again. I can't go through that heartbreak. I say keep him <laughs> away from it for as long as possible. I can't do it, dude. Dude, dude if if he's he's going to be the most over person in the company, and if that's the case, you got you to give him something. Not if it's compelling storyline. If he has a compelling storyline going forward, you don't. You can keep him away from the title. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm saying like immediately. I'm just saying at at some point. Uh, at some point, yeah. If, he, if he's going to have all these these characters around him, he's got to. If it's not Cody Rhodes, have him lead by example. <laughs> if it's not Cody Rhodes, it will be 
the fiend the fiend and i wouldn't mind it being cody rhodes that leads to a fiend match sometime cody rhodes versus the fiend that would be amazing down the road because he has to have it at least you know a long time <laughs> yeah um, cody at least needs to hold the title for 100 days at the very least that's, that seems short yes exactly that's what i'm saying at the very least or at least four months <laughs> okay at the very least four months okay a quarter <laughs> all right one fiscal quarter one fiscal quarter got it okay fair enough um so yeah so bray is back um and now i have with two, all that being said two sides i do agree best return best. <laughs> I, I just i just thought it was very well done and speaking of said return uh, I mentioned last week about a uh, uh, a writer for WWE that was credited with this whole thing, uh, being friends with Bray Wyatt and and doing up this whole thing with the White Rabbit. And his name is Rob Fee. He is the new director of Long Term Creative, and he's already getting shit backstage. And I will go into this this article. I've read this actually a couple times, a couple places. So his, uh, Bray Wyatt's return was well received by fans at Extreme Rules. Uh, Ringside News exclusively reported that the new director of long-term creative, Rob Fee, told people backstage at Extreme Rules that he was brought in to make sure Bray Wyatt's return went down correctly. We have since all witnessed the newly hired WWE staffer send a public happy birthday message to Tony Khan. Huh. The story doesn't stop there. We were told by a tenured member of the staff that, this is through Ringside News, that Rob Fee has some massive heat. In fact, he's taking he's also taking credit for Bray Wyatt's return in a lot of ways. Quote, between telling everyone backstage at Raw how great he is because of Bray's return and this, he's not making a lot of friends around here. He was so arrogant to the writers, talking down to everyone as if he was the boss. Ringside News goes on to say that they were told that he treated assistants like pieces of shit. He spoke down to most every writer on staff. On top of that, Rob Fee takes credit for the Bray Wyatt return. Unquote. Um, so get him the fuck out. Ringside News exclusively and accurately reported Bray Wyatt's WWE return and already in the pipeline. It was already in the pipeline prior to Vince McMahon's retirement. Uh, not something that Triple H or Rob Fee threw together in a couple months. His deal with WWE, Bray Wyatt's deal, was nearly closed up when McMahon stepped down with only a few minor points in the actual debut date to sort out. Uh, they'll have to see what, what the future holds for Rob Fee. Um, so the debut is credited to to Triple H. The debut should be credited to, to, to Triple H, yeah, because of, how, I mean, ultimately how things went down. Because if the, um, if the deal to bring him back was already in place and together, that's all fine and good, mm -hmm. but the date wasn't all there, this is all Triple H going, this is how we're going to do it. Right. And he got Wyatt's input. I don't believe that it was solely Triple H that thought of all these white rabbit clues. It, it wasn't. It was It was, <laughs> it this was guy, certainly Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt with this guy, Rob Fee. But just like, um, oh, my God. Use your words. Uh, Vince Russo. Just like Vince Russo in, in the 90s had. Oh, have, dickhead. Had, yes, dickhead. Had to get curbed by Vince McMahon as far as his ideas. So, too, is Bray Wyatt with Triple H. And so he will filter some of these, because apparently Triple H has gone on record as saying some of these ideas that he's had have been way out there. And you kind of have to, you know, kind of reel it in so you can have it be what you saw at Extreme Rules. How It can be out there, but not so insane that people are like, what the fuck is this? Um, and so that's a lot of that has been, has been Triple H kind of 
being the filter for that. Um, Definitely out there. I'll tell you. But that. according to according to Rob Fee, it's all him. So he's oh, and, and like the that. whole thing with this Tony Khan nonsense <laughs> with him uh, shouting him out for his birthday. I mean, I don't I don't see too much of that like being a problem. But um, that's, Vince McMahon would have fired his ass, fired his ass in a heartbeat, <laughs> in a heartbeat. Uh, so there was that, and then the other story that I have is as to why Bray was fired in the first place in 2021. Mind you, this was only. It was last year. We feel like this is like a couple years ago. This is July of last year. So a little more than a year ago. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So according to our, another fr- friend of ours, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter and Dave Melter. Um, right. Friend of the show. Friend, yeah, friend of the show. Right. Sure. Uh, he was being paid. Bray Wyatt was being paid in the range of four mil a year. He rose to the third or fourth highest paid wrestler in the business as a result. Ringside News again, exclusively reporting that Bray Wyatt was difficult to get along with, quote-unquote, and being outspoken was never an issue. Uh, Ringside News was also told that Bray Wyatt was hard to find when needed, and also when he had time off due to medical, there was always an issue with his appointment. That led to even more frustration. Things finally came to a head, and was he was like, oh. Wyatt's reputation as a moneymaker was further tarnished because it was difficult to evaluate him when he left. Um... And then they have an actual quote. Quote to say he was a moneymaker is based on what formula. Since he we sorry, to say he was a moneymaker is based on what formula. Since we wasn't part of the company's return to live events. Good English. I know. So he was a moneymaker based solely on his merch, not on his contract level. Take that. Good point. Take that as it may. Um, Also being reported that Wyatt's character was uh, burying talent, which. Maybe kind of sorta. Um and that uh why it was burying talent, you don't say. Finally, internally most everyone here agrees. Seth Rollins just got out of whatever there you go. encounter he had. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Most everyone here agrees with the thought that his character killed everyone he worked with. Now is are we gonna funny enough? <laughs> he goes on to say he killed babyface Rollins and babyface Miz, and there are analytics that document this. Plus the push went to his head and he thought he was a modern day undertaker. Except once Taker got on top, he started making any other top star he worked with, which is very true. Bray doesn't know how to do that, and the gimmick doesn't lend to it. Unquote. It's because Bray is... He's also been, like, put down by so many older statesmen Mm -hmm. in the WWE. Lost to Undertaker, lost to... Granted, the Undertaker one makes sense at WrestleMania. I get that. Right. However, Bray Wyatt being the one to... To kill the Undertaker's streak would have been unbelievable, L- legitimately unbelievable. Mm. Right? <laughs> yes. Cena squashing him, all that stuff. Now, granted, he made up for the Cena thing. Mm. Kind of not really made up for the Undertaker thing. Can't now. Right. But doesn't good. But... I I I can agree with the fact in saying that Bray Wyatt is the modern day Undertaker. He is that character that the kids today <laughs> Them kids. look at and they shit themselves. We need a character. He's got a weird mask. What did the Undertaker have in the beginning? Now, granted, this isn't the beginning, but that wasn't the beginning. you get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was saying. This version, I want to point this out. This version of Bray Wyatt, not previous, not like Waylon Mercy version of Bray Wyatt. Right, right. Not Wyatt family. Right. It all evolved into this. 
Like I believe now he is the modern day Undertaker. Taker. But don't come out with the bells, please. Right. <laughs> don't toll the bells. Toll That's them. reserved for one person and one person only. We've already established that. Uh, yeah, Extreme Rules is good. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm I, again uh, on the streak of of premium live events that are are under WWE's reign and Triple H's uh, uh, umbrella. Good shit. <laughs> Very good shit from top. They to don't really miss when it comes to premium live events. Say it. That's right. And pay-per-views ah, previously. There you go. Um, then we get on to, which I, I never understood, the, the season premiere. <laughs> like just Season premiere in wrestling makes absolutely no sense, but it is what it is. We, we run every week, but this is the season premiere. But season, this is the season premiere since we're in uh, September and October. Also, why is this the season premiere when Raw debuted in January? It was January ninety three, right? But in TV, I mean, seasons go from September to to May. Your your I understand your that. ratings understand book that. goes from September to May. Yeah, so I I, I agree with you. <laughs> if you want to talk about like anniversaries or or debuts or premieres, I think yeah, we should go from from year year beginning to year end. No, <laughs> just it just makes sense. But no, we had a we had a season premiere in Brooklyn of all places. Um, makes sense. And it's dude, Brooklyn seems to be their their lot their uh tv show their tv taping spot nowadays mm. you don't see a lot of tv tapings at at msg anymore no it's all barclays yeah which is weird not mad at it because it saves me traffic getting home from work <laughs> it just seems weird um and the 25th anniversary of degeneration x and way way to kick things off with x-pac sean michaels and the road dog jesse jesse james all backstage, and the, the, the camera work was great. Just saying, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? And they all point, and the camera turns over, and there's Triple H sitting at his desk with his his headphones on, um, running the show. Hey, guys, like, I, I got a show to run. I got a show to run. You can't curse. You can't say this. And then Road Dog with penis. <laughs> Just coming out and yeah. say penis. But, but, but we can say penis. But we can say penis, right? <laughs> No, you can't say well, son of a bitch. And then fucking and Shawn Michaels, Xbox, they all got in and then all of a sudden there was there was cocks involved and he's choking his chicken with Shawn Michaels with a joke. It just it's very funny. And then the bleeping out of, of the curse words. I thought it was and like, then they all walk great, away great except for Triple H. Slams down the cock. And Triple H says, and no fighting. <laughs> which people on the internet are taking as a shot to AEW. I see. I didn't get that. I didn't get it either. Yeah. And then I, I kept on seeing our uh, like as soon as I went on to, I kept seeing articles on dirt sheets. Mm. Uh, WWE fires fires a shot at AEW. I mean, backstage heat. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. It's a stretch. It is, is a stretch. what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. can see how it could yeah. get there, but it's a which stretch. would be a, a great subtle nudge. But I, I, yeah, I didn't get that. No, Corey Graves was the one that had the fucking yes, shot that at AEW, <laughs> which is very funny. Um, See, we'll get to that. So that's a freaking bow out of the quiver, right to the fucking <laughs> right temple. to the heart. Uh, the bloodline music hits right out of the gate. Um, we get, we get uh, all all the members of bloodline. This this storyline with uh, with Jay kind of uh, being the odd man out here, and and Sami Zayn being his caretaker is absolutely hysterical. Um, never have I heard a, a huge pop like it did for Jimmy, just smiling. I thought that was hysterically funny. 
Um, Bro, watching Jay have to compose himself because he can't fucking he react to anything. He has to keep it all straight face. All straight face. It's hilarious. Zane, Zane is funny. I mean, and you see, you just see Paul Heyman looking at Reigns like, "Can I laugh? Can I laugh?" And Reigns with the uh, the smirk on his face. Um, and then Riddle coming out of nowhere, looking high as hell. I, I I've never seen other than okay, it's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> other than when he does his interviews on This Is Awesome on the network, have I seen him this high? And so he blatantly just asking for a uh, for a rematch, even though he's not really entitled to it. Rain says, "No, uh, no." But we get a, a match with him and Sami Zayn as your main event. Riddle um, smokes so much weed he painted his nails green to hide the color. <laughs> I think that's his natural color from his nails. Uh, <laughs> uh, too much blood. Too, too much. much too, blood much, too much weed blood. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory in a good match. I mean, I, I would have thought that. Uh, for their first match, it would have been something a little more to it, but I could it could have been better. It could have been better. Both matches that happened kind of back to back here, um, with Theory and Gargano, uh, and Mysterio and Chad Gable, um, but this Mysterio and, and Chad Gable match going into what Triple H is, is now known for the segue, um, into the next segment, um, with Mysterio absolutely looking as as fierce as he did when he won the belt. Yes, like, he absolutely squashed Jack Abel in this match. Um, not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. No, because it, it leads to what happened next, which was Dominic pulling out the uh, the Academy Award winning acting skills and uh, telling him to hit me, hit me. And him well, just, you know, San Diego, not too far from Hollywood. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just gonna pull that off. Um, yeah. So then uh, him just smacking the shit out of him, do him doing the the weakest six one nine you've ever seen. Uh, and then cutting to commercial, then back into the next segment with Judgment Day still there and talking about uh, Finn Balor's win against Edge. Thank you to Rhea Ripley for uh, having the, the Beth armband, which I thought was a, a great touch. Um, and then they- I, You know what I thought that was an armband for originally? Hmm. By the way, we forgot to mention, uh, rest in peace to Sarah Lee. Yeah. Oh, who yeah. was a former Tough Enough winner. Yeah, and a tragic. 30 years old. Tragic freaking, Ugh. Yeah. That shit's ridiculous. Absolutely, rest in peace. I hate to, I hate to bring it down, but I, we needed to mention that. Yeah, that's yeah. what originally. That's what I thought it was. I go, oh shit, she's wearing an armband for her. Yeah, and then I go, what the fuck is ETA? <laughs> was she into it? I swear on everything. I go, was Sarah Lee into Ethereum a lot for some reason? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go, was she into crypto? That's weird. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then, and then, it, no, it's bad. The story keeps on going because they came out during Ray's match. Okay. Rhea came out during Ray's match with Dom. Yes. So I thought it was, and then as it kept going, I saw it said the ETH, and I'm like, oh, Beth. Beth, yes. Beth. Oh, that makes more That's sense. That's fucking great. <laughs> that makes more sense. By the way, who does the Academy Award go to for acting? Is it Dom or Ray? Was Ray legitimately crying? I think he was trying to. Especially out of that, he did a good job of it. Speaking of extreme rules, I think the mask helped a lot of that. I mean, that's it's a two year anniversary of his eye being viciously ripped out of his skull. So, you know, congrats ah, to him. Yes, for, you know, maybe it's still tearing from from that. It's only been two years. We don't know. Ah, oh, right, 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 right. Sometimes <laughs> the duck doesn't. It doesn't take. The duck doesn't <laughs> quack enough. You know. But <laughs> I'm giving it to I'm giving it to Dom because as bad as his acting is, he just him screaming at the top of his lungs for for his father to hit him. Uh, it was great. 
Um, and then the next segment with Finn Balor explaining his his uh, his win over Edge, and then calling out AJ. And of course, he called out a name. He has to come out, and AJ <laughs> coming out and uh, doing the swerve, the nice little swervo with uh, saying that looking like he's about to join Judgment Day, and taking the knee, <laughs> taking the knee to Finn like uh, he's about to get about to uh, acknowledge him, and gave he's him about the, to propose to him, gave him the hug, and uh, said, "I'm not talking about you as far as family." And the music hits, and the OC, OC is back. Return, return <laughs> of Luke Gallows and Kurt and Kurt Anderson uh, to WWE. Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Sorry, it says Kurt on here. It says Kurt. I, mean, I knew Carl Anderson. It says Kurt on the on the website here. On WWE.com. I will show you right now. Oh well, hell, it might be uh, Kurt Anderson then. <laughs> right here, Kurt Anderson. <laughs> It's Carl Anderson. That's that's unless not they, right. unless it's unless Carl he Anderson. pulled unless Triple H pulled a uh, a Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'm changing your name. That's this is it. You're now Kurt Anderson. Granted, it was Doc Gallows. This is true, but now he's this is not, his name's not Luke Gallows except in WWE. I sent a uh, a text message to the group chat because I read an article while I was at work saying that the Good Brothers are in talks in talks mm. with the WWE about a return. And then I said, "Good Brothers return to help AJ against Judgment Day." Thoughts? Shout out Pistol Pete immediately. Kind of an hour later, was sure. I like it? Uh, Granted, now he was the only one to respond to that. So yeah, I don't so remember seeing that. Him. I don't remember seeing that. But okay. Yeah, it was at like three p.m. on Monday. Oh, okay. And then it keeps going. I said I would like it on record. That I made that prediction earlier only after reading a head, headline that said Good Brothers in talks mm. for WWE return. And then Stephen probably shot on me for something. Whatever it was. <laughs> that was it. It just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, it gets lost in the shuffle. <laughs> it usually does on that chat thread. <laughs> Not thread. It just things just keep going. You got to keep up. Bro, the most ridiculous things will catch <laughs> catch heat behind it. It's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of Carl Anderson, Carl Anderson, uh, he is still working with New Japan. Um, he's working the uh, Tokyo Dome show. After he returning. is still their never open weight champion, I believe. Yeah. So, if Steven, Steven said that. Carl Anderson correctly. claims that he's still planning on working the Tokyo Dome show. Also, we're told by those in WWE that New Japan was given a heads up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Carl and- so Kurt Anderson, huh? Kurt Anderson. Uh, I really hope that's a typo. If he's going by Kurt now, that'd be very funny. Um, ba 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 ba. No, nothing. Else. Just a sexy Kurt. Maggie Link is hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm using that. in a completely different way. <laughs> I guess I'm using that. Uh, so yes, yeah, he's part of that. So OC is in the house now. Um, the oh, please tell me they're going to go by the Good Brothers. I mean, they're, they're they have them on the website as as uh, just OC. Well, that's all three of them. But they mentioned on, on Raw, didn't they? Said the Good Brothers. I thought they said the Good Brothers. I don't remember that exactly, but I'm, in my head they said the Good Brothers. I know Grave said OC. Anyway, um, that's all three of them, though. Let's remember three. that, right? The Good Brothers. Uh, Bailey still on the losing end of things here, uh, taking the loss against the Candice LeRae, which I'm, I'm uh, I guess it's I'm fine with. <laughs> he had, she had to get a win there somewhere. Bailey really doesn't need wins. She doesn't. Um, like she's and the win that she does get is going to be pretty dope. It'll be for a title or whatever, uh, or a contenders match if yeah. they do that. Still, I'm sure they do. Uh, Dexter Loomis 
uh, interfering with the Mrs. Birthday Bash, which uh, Maurice, God love her, said that she spent uh, months preparing for a bunch of tables and uh, boxes on him. And uh, he took off took off one of the boxes off the table, and there was Dexter Loomis's head just peering out. Maurice, oof, 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 oof. Um, I, I did love the the uh, when uh, when they all ran from the ring, and after Maurice got it, her face shoved in the cake. The butcher knife comes out, and he just. <laughs> It's just so subtly just pops his balls. Um, and then cuts himself a slice of cake. Cuts himself a slice of cake as the, as a crowd chants, eat some cake. And so he did. Um, Mar- Maurice, possible nip slip coming out of that ring. Oh. I've been on the interwebs as of late. Okay, I guess I been show. doing my research. We <laughs> have to do research for this wrestling program. This program. This program. You know program. what I mean? We yeah. have to. We have to research nip slips. We have to broadcast the oh. topics that the people want. You gotta give the people what they want. And we want nip slips. And um, you want nip slips, you got it. Look he, up Maurice. And, he, and the next segment with uh, the balls with Ms. Uh, uh, finding <laughs> finding a DX in the back. And apparently Road Dog has still has booking power. He uh, put a match together with him and Dex Loomis. <laughs> What did Shawn Michaels say? He goes, can you do that? No, Xbox. Yeah, X- Xbox. That Xbox said it. Xbox was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have power to do that. Yeah, I think I can still do that. <laughs> I, think I, I think I could do that. I think I could yeah. do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we have that match. Uh, Omos. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I did like the, the best part about them was hyping up the other dudes. DX hyping DX. up the other dudes backstage. You have a chance? They have, they have no chance. Um, yeah, and then uh, we had... Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley get on the mic and um, just start uh, saying names of people that he defeated and sure enough one of those names that he said he defeated was Brock Lesnar and well, you know what happens dun, when you say a name dun, 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 dun. music hits and sure enough it's Brock Lesnar so we have another return and he absolutely destroyed return. Return. the return he absolutely destroyed Bobby Lashley, and this was—I mean, you knew you had to see this coming. If if this was going to be the the way Rollins was going to get this belt, absolutely destroy Bobby Lashley. He was about to walk away. Rollins goaded him into having this match, and he pushed through for a bit until Rollins curb stomped his ass. And we have a new and the and the way the match went still kept Bobby strong. Yes, absolutely. So that was a good that was a good sign. He's going to need it. This this uh th- this feud will be insane. I'm I'm very much looking forward to. It. I, I mean, Lesnar I could take or leave, but this this feud here I, I'm I'm all for. And speaking of Lashley, excuse me. Um, you're excused. Thank you. He wants to reunite the hurt business. Ooh, thoughts. At some point with MVP. At some point he wants to. The the talk came of Lashley, MVP, Cedric, and Shelton. Uh. Reuniting. Hmm. Some of my closest friends, even favorites, the Hurt Business. MVP is there with Omos. Shelton Benjamin is doing his stuff. Cedric is there. <laughs> I'd like to bring Cedric, <laughs> is, Cedric there? is there. He's what he said. <laughs> he goes on to say, "I'd like to bring that group back together at some point in time." <laughs> Cedric is, you know, he's there. Uh-huh. I mean, he is. So there's that. He's not wrong about that. No, he's not. Cedric is there. He's there somewhere. <laughs> he's there somewhere. Um. By the way, on a totally side note, and I'm still talking wrestling, but a totally side note, I don't know if you watched the uh, the Raiders-Chiefs uh, game when uh, Devontae Adams shoved the uh, photographer uh, coming out 
Yeah, he's getting sued now or something. He's charged with a misdemeanor assault. What? <laughs> according to like ES- officially charged? According to ESPN, Raiders Devontae Adams charged with misdemeanor assault for shoving a person after Monday's game in Kansas City. Guy was Yo, just that doing dude's a bitch. Guy was just doing his job. That dude's a bitch. He was just doing his job. What do you deserve to get pushed for? He didn't deserve to get pushed, but also, I mean, no, sue his ass. You, you, you got to see the fucking nope. guy coming. Sue his ass. It doesn't matter, man. You can move out of the way. Guy's just doing his job. Move. Just sidestep him. Just because you're frustrated because you you ran into your own uh, uh, teammate for the end of the play, at the end of the game. To screw that whole thing up, man. You're, you're all kinds of frustrated, and you're being taken out in this poor, this poor 105 pound guy soaking wet. I don't know. I uh, dude, I agree with him. Soon, don't press charges so that he goes to fucking jail. I mean, I don't know. he's gonna pay a hefty fine, and then you're also gonna settle out of court. Yeah. Plus, Devonte Adams is gonna have a hell of an attorney backing him in this. Okay, but he still shoved him. <laughs> it's not like the guy. It's not like the guy. It's on, it's on every single camera in the entire uh, stadium. It's not like he, he doesn't have a case. I, uh, I'll be honest with you. It looked a little more to me like it was a bumping in, he, a forced a forced bump in. He pushed him. He, he saw his arms go out. He pushed him to the ground. He's coming off the field, but he still pushed him. It doesn't matter. Don't walk in front of him. Is my point. So okay, so he walks in front of you. So you're gonna push him out of the way. No, but just, the point being, don't walk in front of him. Okay, but he still pushed him. All right, he could have checked. He pushed him. He could have checked. Charged. This is all. This is all on record already. That's fine. Yeah. Just don't walk in front of him. All right. Fair enough. Doesn't justify him pushing him. Anyway, it doesn't. He did apologize though. He he did before all before all the all the charges came out. That's what I don't like about it. He did apologize, being like, "Listen, it was the heat of the moment. I was just coming off the field." As Michael K. All says, that stuff, adrenaline. As, as Michael K. says, uh, "Sorry, doesn't fix the layup." Is Michael K. done with the Yankees? No. Okay. No, because when when uh, the Yankees go into postseason, it's all on like Fox and TBS, and he has no, 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 no. no, no. I know that. His tweet. His tweet after the finals uh, game of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Was like I just want to thank the Yankees organization for the thirty first year, you know. Oh no, 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 no! He's not. He's not doing the, the playoffs, so he's he's done for the season. Okay, no, I know, but the the way he, the tweet was worded right. was like that's, no, 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 he still seems like he was leaving forever. No, no, he's still. Please don't, he's Michael. Still. <laughs> Please don't. No, I didn't like him at first. I thought it was annoying, but uh, I, like I like hearing Sia every time Aaron Judge hits a fucking home run, <laughs> and and also. Uh, Yankees pay Aaron Judge, please. Yeah, well, you better do something in the postseason to to earn that. Yeah, not not five strikeouts. Yeah, no, no, you had three last night. Um, but shout out to uh, to Rizzo and uh, Bronxville's own Harrison Bader on, on their home runs and uh, winning four one game one. Um, raw, 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 raw. So yeah, so leading up to uh, Seth Rollins and your new U.S. champ, which I'm all for face of face of Raw. Is uh, Seth Rollins, so give him the belt. Uh, and then your main event with Matt Riddle and uh, Sami Zayn. And uh, I, I do like the fact that Riddle's on a, on a streak here, but I also like the fact, even more so, that Sami Zayn lost. So it's somehow going to still go on to uh, Jay's. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Jay's on shoulders. Jay Uso for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Jay Uso, uh, even though Sami Zayn told him not to get, interfere with the match. Uh, and Jimmy wanted to at some point. He's like, nope, nope. But he listened. He listened to to Sammy. He took he took his advice and still lost. And now it's going to somehow be on on Jay's uh, shoulders. 
Uh, so there's that. And then closing out the night with DX and uh, and uh, Road Dog doing his whole spiel. Road Dog, Jesse James, put, gives the mic out to the crowd. The badass, badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws, to which Corey Graves said. Oh. Oh man, I had it. I think I think the I think the other guy is uh, in office equipment. Uh, he said the other guy is doing something with office equipment. <laughs> office equipment. Get it? Scissors. Fucking bravo, Corey Graves. Corey Graves is, is a is a genius. I'm telling you, that's the he had that line ready in the in the chamber, ready to to shoot that off. Um, that was just very funny. Oh man, I love that so much. <laughs> the other guy, I think the other guy is doing something with office office supplies. <laughs> Oh God, um, yeah, and uh, just uh, uh, Xbox giving the shout out to China because you knew Triple H wasn't going to do that. And uh, can I tell you something? Conspiracy theory? About always. Put on your tinfoil hat. Not a really theory, just a conspiracy, a conspiratorial observation. Oh sure. Whew. Get it out. Uh, when Xbox said the thing about China, Triple H turned his back, kind of made it so as if he didn't want to be on camera for that. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying anything. Saying but not saying. Exactly. I got you. You can say a lot without saying anything. <laughs> this is very true. Um, and then that's like they close out the night with uh, everybody saying "suck it," and uh, that's that's how the season premiere of Raw ended with uh, DX on your screen. Shawn Michaels also saying, uh, "If we're here in another 20, 25 years, put us out of our misery." <laughs> they are. Which also means that if you see. Need to- Daddy ass with the microphone tonight on AEW Dynamite. Watch out for a little dig at a. Mm. I mean, they, they didn't at a, at a hunter. They didn't dig at him. No, they didn't. But Corey did. Okay, well, that was on Corey. <laughs> yes, but but Corey's on Raw, which uh, is I on guess. Hunter, I- and Hunter's one of the guys, so <laughs> it's on him. I, th- I think they could have probably. I mean, not. I just. I, I found it funny that Road Dog had to point to the crowd for them to say the name and not, and not him. Um, he uh, had to. I, I guess it's just. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, awesome. Raw. I mean, the, the entire. Could raw. you? I'm sorry. One, one, two, one second. Yeah. Could you imagine if he went the Road Dog Jesse James? Daddy ass, Billy. He should have done that. The new <laughs> age. How he should have done that. That that would be a Triple H thing to do. Put that out there as if like there's we don't care what's going on on the other side. He's he's still part of this family and he's now known as Daddy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have been that would have been very meta of him to do that. Just outside the box thinking and you know I think the crowd would have popped hard. Just oh man, the, rec- the recognition. I would have rewound of, it so many times. I know the recognition of the other company. Would would have been very very cool, but you know that forbidden door is yet to be broken or unsealed. Anyway, uh, it has once, not on, but that for WWE. Yes. Oh, technically, go on. It was it was unsealed at some point, but then sealed up rather quick after that. By uh, remember your favorite segment in in Monday Night Raw history. That's not Raw Underground. R- remind me the, the electric chair. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hey, Sammy. <laughs> By the way, talk about a character art from that. Yeah, really. <laughs> that was that man. What a what a missed opportunity. What, that was Sammy Zayn's curtain call. What is it? 
He he got the Triple H. Tri- Sami Zayn is going to be the fucking Booker at WWE. He really, Triple H. He gone. really did. He he got, <laughs> he got the curtain call Triple H treatment after that because Vince was not having it. Like this is the first and last segment. The first and last time is that has that ever happened in wrestling before? Like we, this is the first time we're going to introduce a show, and then the last time you'll ever see it again. Uh, I would like to take you to one of my favorite uh, names for a wrestling pay per view. Great balls of fire. Oh no! Okay. Right, pay, pay-per-views aside, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking other about like, than that, no, like, like Piper's Pit or or you know Ding Dong Hello or some some nonsense where you know they had like one episode and that was it. The Sami Zayn podcast, really? Yeah, they did a they did a podcast style uh, in ring thing once. Oh, once. Yeah, I'm seeing a comment denominator. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> I think it's Sammy. Um. Uh, bring back uh, that should be uh, hashtag uh, bring back lecture. Just do it. Maybe don't hashtag that. Why? Go and look up hashtag bring up the ele- bring back the electric chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guarantee you nothing wrestling related can is we- gonna come up, dude. <laughs> can we do WWE electric chair? Uh, maybe. Uh, okay, never mind. In that case, All you right, might fine, get right. Kane doing an, an electric chair move. You're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I All think. right, guys, go. Hashtag bring back the electric chair. <laughs> what? Uh, it's midterm elections are coming up, too, so that'll be perfect. So, anyway. Um, Speaking of midterm elections, I saw Joe Biden. In person. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> I've seen him, too. Uh, the motorcade drove right by my job. Oh, nice. Right past it. Nice. You're yeah. right, you're, 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 uh, you are right by the UN. Uh, yes. Adjacent. Close. Okay. Yes, close to the UN adjacent. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and the reason here here's a little hint if you want to know how which one is the motorcade and which one is not. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an ambulance following it. Oh. Always an ambulance following the president. At all times. Did not know. I believe ever since the year. Let's go 1963. Okay. All right, history buff. Yeah. That shouldn't be a shock to people if uh, you really know history. That, that is true. Uh, last right. November 22nd, 1963. In the Ring a bell at all? Little town in Texas, yes. Somebody's got his bell rung. Yeah. Wow, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all right. God. Wrap it up. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> um, <laughs> last two things. Speaking of, uh, of brother... Bo Dallas is scheduled to Brother. return to WWE uh, per Brian Alvarez. Um, multiple sources, Bo, Bo Dallas should be back very soon, as you mentioned before. Uh, That's also how Liv Morgan can tie in into the there you uh, go. to the Wyatt Six. That's right. This past April, Mike Rotunda talked about his son's break and Bo's future in wrestling, and he said that he thought that Bo, Taylor Rotunda, never got a shot to be eva- uh, elevated in WWE. Vince... I don't think gave my younger son Taylor a chance because Taylor is a hard worker. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but sure. Uh, he really is. You can't teach that timing and stuff. And Wyndham had a great, great gimmick. He got over because he could talk and it was a unique situation. I'm so proud of them both. <laughs> so, they, so shout out Shyster. Shout out, yes. <laughs> shout out IRS. So Bo Dallas, uh, hopefully maybe part of the Wyatt Six. And my last story, speaking of other returns, uh, this article goes on to say, according to WrestlingNews.co, it looks like Triple H is not done signing ex-WWE talent who were released under the McMahon regime. 
uh, Wrestling Votes, Wrestle Votes is reporting that there is a significant interest in bringing back, drum roll please, <gasps> super hottie, I'm, I'm adding that part in, Chelsea Green. Really? Chelsea Green. Yeah. She got that tit heat at that fucking <laughs> GCW event. Uh, yeah. Now she's got some steam behind her, there which means go. if they're bringing back Chelsea Green, they're also going to bring back. Matt Cardona. Yeah. But he's going to have to go with Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Woo. You know it. <laughs> I think I think Triple H in his infinite wisdom should just bring back Matt Cardona. I think not bring bring Mark, Mark Cardona. Leave out Zack Ryder. I think he's made a great name for himself in the wise. So I, I think they should stick with that. Triple H should bring back the major brothers. Both of them. One Matt Cardona. Mm. Oh, and what Kurt Hawkins? Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yes. Brian Myers. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. his name. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's his real name. Yes. And you can put him back where they started. Put him back. Make him edgeheads again. <laughs> oh, what an angle that was! Jeez. Good time. Got the, it got them. They got them steam behind them. It did. Let me tell you. Very brief. It did wonders for their career. Very brief. Anything else, sir? Before we wrap this up, that was a uh, chuck full of WWE goodness episode. I can't wait to see what Bray Wyatt's going to do next. Truth. Um, and I want to see how Braun Strowman's going to fit into it. I want to see how Karrion Cross is going to fit into it with Scarlett and or Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan. Yeah. All, all that good stuff. All the uh, the return of the, with the OC, um, <laughs> the bloodline, uh, awesomeness with, with Sami Zayn and Jey Uso. Uh, I'm all for it. And and again, I am saying this now because I, I, I with no regret or remorse, um, uh, I love WWE again, and it's it's awesome to say that, and it's awesome to be a geek for wrestling, and appreciate what Triple H is doing with this product. And AEW's got to watch out, man, because their their product has always been good, but this backstage nonsense. And, and Sammy, Sammy Guevara has also gone on record. You could you could check it out uh, all over the interwebs. He's gone on record as um is basically saying that he doesn't understand why he's getting so much heat and why people are are going after him because he, they feel like they are just jealous of of him. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just just one thing after another with AEW and backstage nonsense. So TK has some work to do, and uh, in the meantime, it's it it kind of it, it's really bad timing for him because he, his product is getting a bad rap because of this repeated nonsense and triple H is coming out with such goodness that it kind of counterbalances and it makes it look even worse than it is. I mean, it's still bad, but it doesn't help that WWE is now going on this run of, of awesome, you know, production. So we shall see, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. We shall see. We shall see. And you because, are absolutely correct. It is a horrible time for this to happen for Tony Khan. You would think if if they were still on like the the peak that they were going with, it'd be great to have two products that were just so well run and everybody on the same page. That hell, I'm going to watch on Wednesdays. I'm definitely watching Mondays and Fridays now because that's that's now appointment TV for me. Uh, not that Wednesdays isn't, but at least both products would have been really good <laughs> on the same level. And now one is way down, one's way up. 
and it kind of sucks because I'm still I'm still on on the bandwagon for AEW, but it's it's been it's been a tough pill to swallow when you're kind of like, why are we doing this? Why do we have to go through this bullshit again? Why do we have to suspend our favorite wrestlers because they get into some nonsense backstage? Like, can we just can we all just get along for the better betterment of this group? Like, you know, not, John Moxley had that promo the the night after uh, uh, All Out. And uh, he said it best as far as like, you know, the, the, the real ones are here and we're still going to put on a good show. And they needed to do that. Tony Khan needed him, uh, obviously needed him there, even though he was supposed to take off. He needed yeah. him there. He needed to make that speech. And he did it in the right way and said the right things. But it's still not a good look when you have Sammy Guevara and Andrade, you know, having a fight backstage. And, and you're missing part of your, you know, Roosh with his, his man on the side there. Like, it's it, it's not a good look. Yeah, people always talk about what's going to happen to Roosh, but what's going to happen to Jose the Assistant? Jose the Assistant. That's the name that strikes fear into the hearts of men. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a picture with him without a shirt? He's jacked. He's ripped. He really is. <laughs> very, very deceiving. <laughs> Jose Wild. The Jose the Assistant is jacked. All right. If there's nothing else, sir, it is time for all, all things out. all tapped out. All things uh, dynamite tonight. Yankees tomorrow. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Sunday Slam show on the Twitters. Hit, uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. If there's nothing else, I'm out. Shout out to 49ers. Shout out Texas football. Go Longhorns. Is you? Are we doing money on this on these things, or you just know people in Texas? No, I have family in Texas. Oh, okay, your family. Only. And they also they also blasted Oklahoma, which is a rival of a big yes. time rival of theirs. Everybody knows. Destroy the Sooners. Forty nine. Done nothing. <laughs> Destroy the Sooners. <laughs> Destroy. Yeah. Boomer right. Sooner, Jim, right? <laughs> Keep peddling that sauce. And <laughs> if that is it, my name is Chris Mindell. That's the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Have a great week. Bye. The Sons of Slam Podcast. <laughs>